Welcome to Panic Proof Radio. I'm your host, Jess Tyson, and I'm here to help you get out of your own way, stop panicking, and start living a life you love. podcast is Anne Handley. You may have heard of her because she's the world's first chief content officer, and she's a partner at Marketing Profs, a best-selling author, a speaker, and she's just super fun. She has a really great way of approaching marketing and content in a way that people can understand and relate to. She's so much about empathy, and I can feel that in working with her. I'm excited for you to hear her insights because it took her uh, quite a while to get her mind around the idea of working with an assistant, but I'm so glad that she did. Here's Anne Hanley. Anne Hanley, thank you so much for being here with me today on the podcast. How are you? I'm great, Jess. How are you today? I am great. I'm so happy to be talking with you about this specifically. We talk a lot about processes and what's going on on the calendar and this and that. But I love hearing your story because I think you came from uh, a very panicked place. <laughs> so, uh, or at least it seemed that way to me. So let's talk about this email that I found from you from August, 2013. And the subject line was, I need you. And I was like, oh, I love that you need me, but why do you need me right now? And basically you said that you you needed to take the pressure off of yourself and that you you felt like you were kind of a control freak, um, but that that's just not working for you anymore. So tell me about that. How were you feeling and what made you reach out? Yes, um, I feel like this is a therapy session already. We just got started. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny, I actually, I remember when I sent that email and my recollection is that it was a Sunday morning, late morning, something like that. And in my mind or in my head, I think about that. I was, I, I remember I was sitting on the couch in my family room, plowing through email again on a Sunday, resenting the heck out of the fact that I was plowing through email on a Sunday, which should have been family time, my time. Instead, I was working and I thought, what is broken here? What is fundamentally wrong? And, I, and in my head, I remember thinking like I was crying, like I was that crying emoji of just like sheer water coming down my face. And in a, I, I Googled uh, virtual assistants or assistants or something like, I don't know, I probably use the keywords like broken executive, something like, like that. I just was in such a dark place. Um, and you came up. I remember Don't Panic Management came up and I thought, oh, I know her because you and I had met at South by Southwest a few years before. Mm -hmm. And in fact, I think you handed me a koozie that I still have, like a, a beer koozie. So anyway, always I remember, useful. always useful. Yeah, always, always make sure that the, that the swag you deliver is useful. Um, but anyway, I remember reading your website and I literally saw myself in your words. I remember it was something like, this is way back, right, 2013, so I don't know even if these words are on your website still, but it was like, are you overwhelmed? Do you feel like you're working on things that you shouldn't be working on? Do you feel like you don't have any time for yourself? And I was like, yes, yes, yes. And just like everything you said there, I resonated with so hard that I thought I need to contact you. So my, my recollection is that 
you know, I was sitting on the couch in this dark place and then I emailed you instantly. I might've waited till Monday, but I do remember this feeling that I need help. And I thought that your website, just, just the way you positioned your services at the time, just really hit on my pain points. Hmm. Well, that is awesome because I, I did not know what I was doing at that time um, <laughs> in terms of, you know, messaging and copy and things like that. And I think it's gotten a little bit better, but, but it, at the core of, you know, whatever I've been working on over these last 10 plus years was that was helping people mm -hmm. like you who are very busy, who know exactly you, you know, exactly what you're best at. You just yeah. couldn't necessarily find the solution for what you needed. So do you, what, what sorts of preconceived notions and ideas did you have about virtual assistants? Had you thought about them before, or was this sort of your first foray? Um, I mean, I, I guess I thought of them sort of existentially, like, wouldn't it be nice if, but I never really thought that, about it in a very real sense because I'm a control freak, you know? I, I like things a certain way. I like to be able to respond to people myself. And I almost felt that there was a little bit of, and it sounds crazy to even say this now, but there's a little bit of failure in admitting that I can't handle all of this myself because my brand is that I am very accessible and I felt like as a person, I want to be there for people. And so to say, like, maybe I can't handle all of this myself. Like, it was almost like a, like a, you know, just a, a reckoning of some sort. Like I had to say to myself, okay, I really can't do this. And what am I going to do? So yes, I had thought about it, but not in a very real sense. Like I'd never actually Googled, you know, uh, I need help. You know, uh, how, do, how do you find an assistant or whatever the string of words was that I used. Um, so yeah, I'd never actually done it, but my, my preconceived notion was before you and I talked and got to know each other and started working together was that, why would I want to do that? Because I like the fact that I do everything myself. Everything has my fingerprints on it. I like the fact that, that what I do in the world, like in, in my professional life is, is all me. You know, I really enjoyed that. Um, one of the things that I admired about, you know, Seth Godin for a long time, and, you know, I've known him for a long time is that he always answered his email himself. And I was like, yeah, I want to do that too. I want to be that accessible. No matter how big or no matter what I do, I always want to be that person. Um, and what I realized was that you can still be that person. Like, I still feel like I'm very accessible and I can still show up in a professional way, but there's some things that I can let go of. And that actually has benefited me tremendously. Right. Absolutely. And I think what you said about that feeling of failure is so common and it's one really? of the biggest barriers to it's, it's, it's like, it's like when you become a parent too, I think, and you realize how many things you just can't juggle all by yourself and yeah. just that feeling of like, why can't I do all this? But nobody asked you to do all of this. It's just like a, a misconception about how to run a business or how to do work in general. And I would agree that you're still the face of everything that you do. And a lot of what I do is totally behind the scenes. I mean, some people, maybe they talk to me via email, but I'm not, I'm not doing things for them directly the way you are. You still, you're still getting on the phone with them. You're still, you know, looping me in. And I do sort of like the ticky tacky, you know, back office stuff. So let's talk a little bit about, um, what I do for you and, you can tell me what you think I do, or I can tell you. But I mean, I guess for you, sort of, what's what's the most important thing that you think that that I do at this point? Oh man, um, I don't know. It's like you're you're just so much the operating system of of my world, you know. So I guess if if 
if we were to continue that analogy, like what people see is me, right? They see my words if they're um, if they're on my website or my email newsletter. I mean, if they're on the phone with me, like they're still getting me. They're still seeing all of that wrapping, but you know, the foundational stuff I feel like is all you. Like you've just helped me organize in so many ways that is just I can't. It's so critical. Like I just can't even imagine me doing that on my own. And that's the kind of stuff where I mean, this is the irony as we're as we're having this conversation. I'm thinking about this because. You know, on the one hand, I'm so controlling and I don't want to let go. But the reality is that by letting go, you've actually allowed me to, to get more control. You know what I mean? So it's like I you're you've been able to set up systems of operating at a level that I would like. I just first of all, I'm not interested in. And secondly, I just wouldn't be able to flat out do so. That's mostly what I think about what you do. It's not as much as, oh yeah, she does a contract for speaking or you know, she sets up a phone call for me like that. That sounds so pedestrian. It sounds so it it just it sounds so um, what's the word? Like it sounds so small, but it's not that. It's the fact that you set up a system behind that that allows me to just elevate the business, you know, and, and to operate at a different level. So I think that's the real value that I didn't understand when we first started working mm. together. And I don't know if you remember this, Jess, but I always remember this feeling of like, well, here, do this, but I'm, you cannot answer email for me. Like you can't do that. Like I felt like I approached it with what I was, what you can't do as opposed to really thinking about how can you help me? I don't know if you remember that, but from the very beginning, I remember having this feeling of like, oh, I don't know. Like I didn't really want to give up my calendar. I didn't want to like, you know, even like let you set up automatic payments and things because it just felt like, oh, I don't know. I'm very controlling. What if something happens? You know, <laughs> so. Yeah, um, um, I don't. Yeah, that's funny. I don't remember that specifically, but I remember just everything taking a long time. And mm. I think like I had to be patient because I, I could see the inefficiencies in what you were doing. And I have also just been work from working with you for so long. I feel like what happens now is I'll like float an idea knowing that you're going to be like, okay, I'm, I'm going to think about that. And oh, then maybe yeah. I won't say anything for like a couple of weeks <laughs> and then I'll float it back. Like, oh, did you think about that? And I, I kind of like keep putting those little crumbs in your head. And then one day you'll say, oh, by the way, my husband's like this too. So I've learned from both of you. I feel like this is um, a relationship we're talking about. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, that's the point is part of it for you, I think was getting over that mindset shift of like, mm. I don't have to do everything myself. I'm not good at doing everything myself and I'm getting in my own way. That's the first thing. But then once you hire someone, you can't just open the flood, like floodgates. You have to get to a point where, where you actually trust the person and can mm -hmm. feel like they're looking out for you. And I feel like that's the ultimate relationship is even if they make a mistake or even if they do something that you didn't like, they still had your best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. That's the best VA relationship, but it takes time. Um, and yeah. so, you know, we can't discount that. I'm trying to think of when we you know, got to the point where it really started to click. But I mean, it was maybe even years. And I think something that's interesting about us too is that I always require weekly meetings for clients to have with team with our assistants, and they don't always want to do that. Um, you know, they're like, well, I'm busy, this and that. But I sometimes will say, you know, I have a client that I've had for eight years now, and we still have weekly meetings. Yeah, and maybe yeah. there's times where you say, you know, I don't think I really need it this week, or oh, can we change it? We change the day, you know, no problem. But we still have those touch points. And I just think that that's so valuable for, for us to, you know, 
shoot the shit, but also like talk about where's your, where's your mind at this week? You know, here are the things you have coming up. I need some mm -hmm. answers. And I know, and knowing that you also do take time to think about things. And so sometimes I have to bring things up week after week and, you know, it's, and it's fine because that's how you operate. Um, so I think learning that and, and feeling comfortable with be, you've been able to share that with me, um, that that's how, you know, I just need to think about it sometimes. And that that's important, I think, from a manager perspective to know yourself, know that yep. you're a control freak, you know, know that that's something that's you, you're not going to change that. And that's fine. You just have to be able to work with somebody who can work with that. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and it's not one size fits all, right? Because I'm sure not right. everybody is like that. Some people are like, yeah, here, here you go. Here's everything. Um, yeah. But you know, but that's not me. So yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Um, so what, how has your feeling changed in terms of you, you kind of know what's possible with VAs and, and you and I've also talked about other things that VAs can do. I mean, we've done mm -hmm. some random like video editing for you. We've done some, some random, you know, graphic design and writing, getting stuff on your blog. Did you think that that was something, things that VAs could, could manage? Um, uh, let me think about that. I mean, not really. Cause I guess I always, like, I always thought that it would just help with the business, business management end of it, but you actually do a lot of, of sort of what I would consider like, just like, creative help you know it's like i can ask you to do stuff like i don't know edit like uh like photoshop something crazy because i want to do something stupid you know so so i i like that i think it's um it just gives me like i just know you're a resource and the other thing that i like about that is that i'm actually I, just knowing that that exists that you have resources within don't panic who maybe if you don't specifically do it yourself you can have somebody create this crazy Photoshop or, you know, or put captions on a video or whatever it is that we need doing. But it's like, I think the the mindset for me is that you're always my first stop, you know? And so it makes me feel like I have backup. And even if you're not able to yeah. do it, just, just knowing that, okay, well, let me ask Jess about that. Um, but the other thing is, and I think this is really more of a, an, a like a, just a psychic comfort. Um, just talking things through with you, like not just about logistics and like, but I'll, you know, we have these conversations all the time that I find super valuable where I'll say like, I'm thinking about doing this. Um, I don't know. What do you think? And just talking through options with me. And oh, a lot of times, like I wouldn't put that in the VA category, but it's like, it is kind of a spousal relationship in the sense that I'll say like, just talk this through with me. What do you think about this? Or, is this too much? Does it sound like me? And so that's the real benefit for me is not just asking about like Photoshop or video, you know, captions or any of that sort of, you know, specific stuff, but just more of a feeling like I have a, like I have a, a partner in a way who can just talk through options with me, even if that's nothing that you ultimately handle, you know what I mean? Just having that as a resource is just really, really helpful and enormously helpful for somebody like me who otherwise I'm running the business on my own, you know? Right. right. Um, so that is a big deal. Yeah, and I think um, the, the one of the things that I do think a great VA or a great partner can do is get a more bird's mm -hmm. eye but unemotional view yeah. of what you're doing. So sometimes, like for example, you've said to me, um, you know, I got this inquiry to speak in Barcelona a couple years ago, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, or whatever, and it's this date. I really want to do it, and I'll say, well, you have to be on Australia 
on this date and you have to be in Seattle on this date. So I don't think Barcelona is going to fit. It's like, even if you really want to do it, sometimes we have to, we have to take that bird's eye view and say, you know, you're going to hate yourself if you go on like 19 overnight flights. So I just want you to know that (laughs) if you still want to do it, go for it. But it's almost like also working with you and getting to know, you know, how you just don't really like flying period and how, you know, certain times of day are better than others. Like we can look and, and be able to use those preferences in order to help make decisions. Um, and yeah, yeah, Yeah. I think that that's more of a, um, a long-term benefit, but it's also just a good VA is a sponge, you know, and we're always building on these dossiers as we call them, which are kind of your, stack of information um yeah yeah right yeah Yeah, that actually just reminds me of something else too that i i think is really valuable about um about a good va agency and it's definitely true of of your agency but the fact that you don't just have me right so it's different than just hiring an assistant so yes i could hire an assistant and they may have only me as a client and maybe i would feel like that was a good working relationship but i actually think that that would be limiting in a way because I think part of what you offer is your, it is like that bird's eye view. Like when I say to you, um, listen, I wanna do a survey. So, because I wanna find out like who's on my email list and here's the tool that I wanna use. And you're able to say, well, there's this other tool that I think actually may be a better fit for you. Or what about if we did it this way? Or I wanna do a media kit. And here's another couple of examples. Like having that broader view is really helpful to me because it's not just me dictating, it's actually you bringing something to the conversation too and saying, hey, here are some tools, here are some ideas. And that's really so valuable for solopreneurs. Like like me, when I, when I talk about like the Anne Hanley, the speaking and the writing side of, of my business. Yeah, I think that that brain trust of the agency and and even if I, you know if a VA isn't working with an agency, just having mm-hmm. a community of VAs. Yeah. There are a lot of um, you know v- Facebook groups and there's probably a clubhouse for it. Uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, but it's nobody should live in a silo. You know, I think that collaboration is so helpful. I I also think that some people are more receptive to it than others. So do you ever worry? And I was going to, I was thinking about this as you were talking about those other tasks before, because I am terrible at design and graphics work. So I always do delegate those projects. Um, Does that ever make you nervous? Um, Do you ever worry about any privacy or confidentiality issues with being, you know, working with an agency? Hmm. Um, no, should I? No, I'm thinking about this. <laughs> Did you I've ever? I mean, no, obviously, I don't think you should, but I wondered <laughs> if it ever crossed your mind because I think no. that other people, I think people, I might mean, it, worry it about did that. at the very beginning. It did at the beginning, yeah. like things with, yeah. um, like basically, you could take me down, like, right? It's like if you, you know, if you had this evil side and, um, right you could totally take me down. You've got all the codes, right? So yeah, yeah. yes, that's part of, of when we were talking um, a few minutes ago, just about the control. That was the piece that I actually had a hard time with, like handing over the keys, so to speak. So that's the stuff that, I mean, I don't think about it anymore at all, but there was a time where I was like, nah, I don't know about this. She has my bank account and she knows like, you know, my, my mother's maiden name and she knows the name of my first dog. And it's like, she's like, <laughs> she could basically wipe me out, you know? So, right, right. Um, no, I think it's, that's about building the trust between, you know, you and me, the individual that you're working with and me. So 
I mean, and the executive. So I think it's, yeah, it, it, it all, the foundation of that trust, as long as that trust is there, I don't think about it at all. Like, I don't think about people who are seeing my stuff or people who are uploading stuff to my blog. Like I never worry about it because, yeah, because I trust you and I know that you trust that person. So that's enough for me. Yeah, that's great. Um, thank you. <laughs> I've worked really hard. The trust I think is just so important for any relationship. And I think if you ever feel that way, um, there might be a problem. If it's in the beginning, yes, you, you know, should be a little nervous and maybe try, you know, try little things to start like blog access, for example, and maybe not, you know, <laughs> your mother's maiden name yet. Um, but, but over time, right. And do you think so? I used, you know, we all used to go to a lot of conferences and events and things. Do you think that meeting your VA in person even once um, kind of helps with that trust or do you think it's not really necessary? Hmm. Uh, that's a funny question. I don't know about that. Uh, I don't know. I don't like, for me, it doesn't really matter probably. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that because we had met already by the time I picked up the phone. So maybe that, or by the time I sent that email to you originally, so maybe that did help. Like maybe if I didn't already know who you were, I wouldn't have been quite so like, you know, direct, like I need you. Um, but I didn't really Found know another you, person like, on Google. Yeah. I don't know. We just met <laughs> once. Right. So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know, but I still knew who you were because I think we were still in the same orbit. Right. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure that it really matters, but then again, like, you know, the other half of me is with marketing props and um, you know, as a partner in marketing profs, we have people on staff that I've never met. So, you know, it's like, that could just you're, be, you're I'm, used, I'm to used to it. Yeah. I'm yeah. Totally yeah. I do um, think that being in the same circle though, and like having some mutual colleagues yeah. and stuff yeah. always helps. Um, yeah, for sure. How in general you at first kind of slowed down in the pandemic, but now have really picked up and people are asking you, all the time for stuff like whether it's a blog post or can you share this can you be a partner can you speak how has having help with managing all of that helped you be a better speaker and writer and better at everything if if it has <laughs> yeah like during the pandemic Fingers specifically crap. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah. i know i feel like there's a lot of voice like you know, leading the witness questions here that I could just totally derail and go, let's go the other way. Yeah. I, no, I would never do that to you. Um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, yeah. I mean, cause when this, when this happened a year ago, like when things started to shut down, you know, just almost a year ago, right. 11 months ago, something like that, as we're, as we're recording this. Um, yeah, it was just like, emotionally, it was really difficult to suddenly everything was gone. I mean, first of all, there's just logistics of having to just like cancel all those flights and figure out which events are going um online and which are not and what do you do about billing and all that stuff like just logistics of that was just you know i would not have wanted to do that myself and so it was super helpful just to have you in place and you were the one who was like on the front lines of that whole thing when that happened um because we were all sort of traumatized emotionally too so having to deal with both both pieces i think would have been um would have been tricky because at the same time you know trying to think about all right how do i create this setup here? How do I actually work virtually? Like, how do we do this? Um, how do I present virtually? I mean, so yeah, I think just having all those, all those pieces suddenly in play, like they were, we had all these balls and then suddenly that some of those balls dropped and the new balls came in and it was, it was like, whoa, like that was just, that's when you need a partner the most, I think. Right. Because yeah, yeah. there is one 
you know, there is there is a truth to the fact that when you have a good VA that you have a trust and trusted, um, you know, and working relationship with and you like each other and things are going great, like that's awesome. But the reality is that, you know, those those balls are going to fly in constantly. And so who is there to, to catch them, you know? So in the sense of, um, you know, in the pandemic, of course, you know, that was a major shift for everybody. But I think that we were set up to be able to manage that because we already had this relationship and because we were already dealing with, you know, pot flies one at a time from, you know, here and there. So, you know, I, I, I think, yes, we, it was at a different level, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think just having that as sort of a baseline relationship just was, was critical really just setting everything up again. Yeah. That's kind of what I was thinking is, uh, you know, working with, several different speakers uh, mm -hmm. at Don't Panic, we all were just trying to figure it out in the moment of how are we mm -hmm. going to make this shift right now. But yeah. now it's been it's continuing and mm -hmm. we see that more events are maybe going to stay virtual or at least maybe have a, a virtual component. So I feel like for a while we were kind of waiting for it to go back, you know, to our process and our system that we have for in-person events that, you know, I literally have a template of like, first do this, then do this. Then, and I'm like, ah, my template doesn't work anymore, you know? And I was kind of like, well, I'll leave it because, but now it's like, we had to rebuild the template at this point because yeah. we're not doing that anymore. And, and I think the other thing that, that I wanted to ask you about related to that is I have felt that some of your speaking uh, scheduling kind of comes in waves and in seasons, like like mm -hmm. spring is very busy and fall is really busy and sometimes summer and winter are less busy, but now maybe with virtual, they're not going to be that, you know, maybe it's just always going to be busy, but do you feel like it's still useful to have a consistent VA even when your sort of business is seasonal? Yeah, for sure. Um... Yeah, because yeah, the, the speaking piece of it is, is seasonal for me, but um, but you know the, the the business is continues all year round, and it's just like I just want to pick up on something you said a second ago. Like I didn't even know that you had a list of things that you do, like a template that you use for for in person events. That's the point, right? It's like I I didn't I didn't even know that. Of course, that makes sense. Of course, you do. But at the same time, I was like, oh, really? Oh, that's interesting. I wouldn't even think of that. I wonder what's on that list. No, actually, never mind. I don't care. <laughs> I literally don't care because Jeff handles it. As it so, gets done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, I think that's the benefit. I also think that that like you know like you're on a retainer with our our um I have you on a retainer, the agency on a retainer, and so having the if you're worried about like downtime, like, what am I going to do? It's like, I only need them these three months out of the year. Well, the, the benefit is, is that when it's a non-busy season, I think just using that as an opportunity to, um, to, to do special projects, to think about what else can we do to improve processes? You know, how do we actually um, continue to evolve the business? So I think actually that's when you need it more because the rest of the time, like that stuff is a little bit on automatic after a while. Um, but I think it's, you know, help that that's the benefit, right? As I was saying, like having that brain trust and thinking, all right, you know, here's what I want to do. What do you think about this? Like, like I mentioned the survey a second ago. Um, so just like things like that, I think there's an opportunity to, to not just stay the same, right. To advance the business and think about how can we actually, you know, get more value out of, um, out of it. How do we grow it? And so that to me is, is kind of where to focus. Yeah. And I think, you know, some people feel like, well, I don't even have time 
to think about those future things because I'm still yeah. in the weeds and it's kind of like, well, that's the point. If you get a yeah. few things off your plate, then maybe you will have more time. Your brain <clears throat> kind of can open up with some more of that free time to actually think about, you know, I want to learn more about my newsletter audience or I want to, you know, have this other thing buttoned up that's just like been on the back burner for years and <laughs> maybe now is the time to finally do it. Um, so yeah, thank you. That's awesome. Okay. So a few rapid fire questions that I you didn't, are... you didn't um, to ask me about, um, before we do a rapid fire questions, you didn't ask me about my most disappointing moment with don't panic management. Listen, this is an interview where I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's talk about your most disappointing moment with don't panic oh, I'm management. I'm really glad that you brought that up. It's, um, so I don't know if you remember this, but, um, just about like almost two years ago, I guess you had a baby and I thought, <laughs> But God, that is so selfish. I did that. I know, wasn't you, that rude? It was very rude. She leaves me to have a baby. I mean, it was a sense of abandonment at a level I just hadn't felt like ever. <laughs> so that was disappointing to me. No, I'm I totally almost kidding. just decided <laughs> not to have the baby just because I didn't want to disappoint you. So I want you to know that. No, I'm kidding. It's like, that's the, that's the benefit of, of an agency, I think, as opposed to like, we were talking a second ago about, you know, yeah, I just hire an assistant to work with me. And, and maybe the benefit of that is that she could like take packages to the post office. I'd probably hire somebody local. But the benefit of working with an agency is that when Jess goes to have a baby, I literally was not abandoned because of course, Emily stepped in and Emily became my Jess um, for like, for I don't know, was it, a, uh, it feels like it was years, but it was probably just like a few months, right? It was a few months. Well, and I think <laughs> I had no idea what, what I was doing. I mean, I was like, oh, I'll probably take like, um, like six weeks off. And I was just totally out of my mind. And mm. you know, I started kind of coming back. Sleep and, deprived, yeah. Yeah, I was sleep deprived, but I was also just like hormones, like just shell mm. shock. And yeah. I felt like my brain wasn't all there for a while. And I just was so worried about coming back too soon and and messing things up for you. So um, I think it was That's maybe so like funny. four or five months in the end. But, uh, you know, I was like talking with Emily at that point and helping her. I wasn't totally off the grid at that point. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just, you know, I know that yeah. it's it's such a unique uh, relationship that not everyone could just step in. And I kind of, even when I asked her, I was like, I'm sorry to ask you, but because you know it's it's hard to to work with someone when you know when I, when you and I had been working with you together for so long, um, but yeah, I felt like she was just like, all right, I'm I'm gonna go for it. I'm gonna head first. You know, she was very no, she's very fantastic. Yeah, yeah, no, she yeah. was so good. No, I think it's like I said, I think it's the benefit of an agency because yeah. you know, like when when those things happen, you know, when right. people selfishly decide that they're gonna start a family, you know. <laughs> Like when they completely, I'm kidding. I mean, no, it's just the benefit of just of having those systems and processes in place. And, yeah. and when you work with an agency, then somebody else can literally just like step in and take over. And that's like, right. from my side, it felt seamless, you know? Good, so good, I think good. that's the, that's the point. So when I said yeah. it was the worst time, it was not the worst. It was actually... <laughs> It was a shout out just to you for managing that so well. Oh, thank you. Well, okay. So as you're saying that, I was going to ask you this in a few in a minute, but I want to ask now. What do you? What is like the craziest thing that you think you've ever asked me to do? Oh my gosh, I feel like you'd have a better perspective on this than me. Um, well, I have one in mind, and I'm wondering if you have that one too. Oh my gosh, I feel like that. There's there's 
Wait, tell me yours first, and then it'll, it'll probably spark a memory for me. Well, I always think about when you were like, okay, I'm going to Vegas. Oh, I was just going to say that one. <laughs> okay, you tell it. Oh, and I was going to Vegas. I was, um, I was doing, I was emceeing the Oracle event, and I asked you, I wanted like an Elizabethan gown of some kind, and so you hunted down like a showgirl shop and they rented all kinds of crazy things like from the very skimpiest smallest sequined items all the way up to this like massive elizabethan gown with like a big like anthony bridgerton like family wig and like mm -hmm. the call oh my god it was crazy so yeah I, I literally look like the queen in um in from uh from bridgerton so yeah and that, that was, was before crazy. bridgerton um, yeah it was and it was also so you like had this idea like the week before yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> that was so fun. You and know, fun, fun side story there that I think you actually got on the phone with the owner. I can't remember her name, but um, she, it was like so crazy how web illiterate she was. Like she didn't really understand how to use like the internet. And so she, remember she took her phone and oh, she yeah. took pictures of the dresses that she was thinking of for me. And then she like sent them to you an email or something crazy yes. like that. Yeah, she, she was took so pictures nice of her computer. Yeah. Like she, oh, yeah, she it, it was. wasn't like she took a picture of the actual gown. She yeah. took a picture of the picture on her computer. <laughs> Which is so crazy. I know yeah. she was so fun. She was so nice though. I remember this is actually the, the best part of that story was that when I, I flew into Vegas and I went right almost directly to her shop because she was right by the airport. And I, I was also under a bit of a time crunch because I needed to figure out what dress I was going to wear like the next day. And I walk in there and she was just like so kind and so nice. And she was so wonderful. She ended up giving me a ride to the hotel. And then two days later, she picked me up at the hotel and brought me back to the airport. So I don't know if you ever knew that, but she became like my personal driver in oh Vegas. She had to come back to pick up the dress anyway. Let me just right. say that. And so it wasn't just that she was coming to do that. She had to come pick up the dress. Um, and then she's like, well, hey, why don't I just give you a ride to the airport? Because my shop is right by the airport. And she was so kind. Oh, she was such so an amazing nice. person. So, yeah, she's fantastic. Oh, that was so fun. I feel like we don't always, um, I mean, sometimes people think like, oh, this is going to be too much or this is too weird or too personal or too whatever. And I think like we as VAs like thrive on like once a That's year, so just funny. send us a crazy thing like once a year and that'll like keep us going for the next year. <laughs> I remember the, um, the the second crazy thing and the other thing that I was thinking about um, in addition to the Vegas thing was when I asked you to help me Photoshop my daughter Caroline's photo onto Niall Horan's girlfriend's face. So put Caroline's face onto Niall Horan's girlfriend's face so that I could put it on a mug and sent to sh or basically so i could send the file to shutterfly and have them create a mug that was like a save the date like mug for caroline because she put on her christmas list as a joke that she wanted a uh, a marriage proposal from niall horan and um i was like i could make that happen so yeah because perfect <laughs> yeah <laughs> so good. Oh, so yeah, man. that's the kind of thing. So it's not really like when you think about how it'll make you a better professional, you know, having the right VA, I would say actually it just makes you a better mother too. So think about that. Because you know, I, I made my little girl's dream come true because she is now betrothed to Niall Horan.
probably. Pretty amazing. If that's not a success story, I don't know what is. I don't really By the know. Way, I didn't know who he was and I had to Google it and I felt really old. Really? I was like, I should know who this person is. I think I'm just out of touch with like pop culture right now. Uh, well, <laughs> you had to you had to give me a whole tutorial about Wilco. So I mean, oh, that's you know. true. But they're like a dad band, like from the '90s and 2000s. So that tells a little <laughs> bit about my taste. <laughs> All right, are you ready? Just a few little rapid fires, and then I have one more question before we go. Okay, go. Um, London or Paris? Ooh, Paris, because I've never been. You've never, Amy's never been to Paris either. No, I've been to London like four times and I've never been to Paris. So. All right. Well, we got to go 2022 Paris. Um, morning or evening? Oh man, neither. Is that an option? <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm terrible in, at both. I'm like, I'm midday. I'm, I'm like from like my sweet spot is like 10 a.m. to about 1040 okay all right that's good it. to know yeah. we are yeah. actually out of that sweet spot right now but i i think you're still doing a great job so all right well thank you <laughs> pen or pencil mm, um pencil mac or pc mac coffee or tea mm, coffee lake or ocean mm, you know the answer to this one yeah i'm just ocean all day all day all day every day uh, working hard or hardly working? Ooh, well, it depends on my what, what time of day that is. So um, <laughs> if it's ten oh five, if it's ten oh five, I am like going ham. Um, no, I mean honestly, that's kind of how I am. I'm either all in or I'm no in, and so mm -hmm. I'm not the kind of person who can work for you know twelve hours and just like sort of pop in and pop out and like listen to the music in the background. Like now, I'm just like I'm literally I'm all in for like five hours and then I just I can't. So yeah, yeah. So working hard or not working, those are the yeah. options. I think yeah. that's true. I think you're like a sprint kind of hardworking mm -hmm. person. Um, blue or pink? Hmm. Well, I have both on my website, so. Um, oh, that's true. Yeah, so um, yes, I would say yes. So yes, okay. And then um, champagne or champagne? Mm, champagne, for sure, yeah. <laughs> ding, 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 you won. Yes. Did I, yes. How did I do? Did I get 10 out of 10? <laughs> 10 out of 10. Would, would interview again. Um, okay, so. <laughs> I can't believe we've been working together for almost eight years. And yeah. I think like we've done so many different things together and you've, um, I think you've come a long way uh, in terms of your feelings, just like we talked about of, of, of controlling, but still wanting to get some help. So what advice, what one piece of advice would you give to somebody who is considering hiring a VA, but maybe isn't sure or is nervous about it? Mm. So yeah, a couple things. I mean, first of all, don't approach it like an assistant, approach it like a partnership, because I, I do think that that mindset is super critical. One of the things that we didn't even really touch on, but has been really, really helpful and just so important to me is that, you know, you were the one who said, I think you need to increase your fees. It wasn't me coming to you saying, this is what I'm getting. And so really that's the kind of relationship that you're looking for. Not just somebody who's going to say, yeah, sure, I got that. But someone who's going to come to the table with ideas and thoughts that'll help you elevate your business. 
Um, so that's the biggest thing is, uh, is just having that, that kind of partnership. Um, and then I think that the second thing is, um, you know, one of the beautiful things about having a VA is the V piece of it, right? <laughs> and so really being able to, to find the right person who you can work with, and it doesn't matter if they're in your town or, or if, you know, or if they are like, it, to me, that's so immaterial, like the virtual piece of it just opens up so many opportunities, I think, to, to truly work together at at a different level. So yeah, so I think those are the, the two important pieces. Oh, and then the third piece, remember when we went out to, um, to was it Sunnyvale, California? We flew from Boston to <laughs> San Francisco, remember? <laughs> oh, um, yeah, and you were the, you know, I hate driving. Like I famously hate driving. I just can't stand it. I can drive, but I don't like to. And you did all the driving and you like, you rented the car. Remember all that? It was just so great. So I find somebody. That I drove. I yeah, remember you like did. organizing all of it, but I don't um, remember what I actually did. <laughs> right. And so the important yeah. piece of that is not that you drove. The important piece of it is find somebody who, um, who, who will just like, who will, who will, who is a, not just able to do this stuff, but that really has built their life and their business around doing stuff that's, that will, will, um, will mirror or that will match your needs, you know? So I think yeah. that's the, that's the important thing. It's not just about finding a person to do things, but it's finding that person who is able to provide the things that will really make a, a stronger whole. Right, right. Yay, I love that. Thank you so much. And I love hearing your perspective on all of this because yeah, we kind of, we started working together. We got, go back and forth all the time, but we don't talk so much about this particular topic. And so it's so nice to hear your perspective and I think it'll be really helpful for everyone. So thank you yeah, and thank you. stay Thanks warm. For having me. Yeah. And, and, uh, we'll find you on the internet at annhanley.com. Yes. Uh, is there anything else you want to plug while we're here? No, no. I mean, just, um, yeah, I just, I've appreciated just having this conversation because you're right. We don't have, we don't really talk about this stuff. And so I think it's really useful for me to just take a minute and reflect on it. Mm. Um, so yeah, so I don't need to plug anything. Just, you know, you should just hire Dope Panic Management. Like <laughs> wow. I did not pay her to say that. <laughs> Thank I you. Know. See you later. <laughs>
everywhere on the internet at Ann Handley and of course AnnHandley.com. If you're interested in having her speak at your event, you will probably interact with me and I would love that. So please get in touch if you would like with Ann. And also, as always, feel free to check out our Panic Proof Blueprint if you want to get a place to wear your doing less panic and having more calm in your life at panicproofblueprint.com. I'll see you next time.